Yes, yes, yes. This your boy, DJ Roscoe Bowles. You're now tuned in to Watch Division Season 3. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a special, special, special guest in the building, man. So when I was growing up uh, at SOC, you know what I mean? I only had certain sisters. Shout out to my crew, you know what I mean? And one of my best, best friends, her name was Ashley Clark. And she had a sister who ended up coming to SOC when I was at SOC, man. And that's just the end of just becoming a family with me as well. So I just want to big up one time. So big up yourself, Alexis Clark. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So Alexis Clark is my guest. She in the Watch Division studio today, man. And she have this dope vlog that she does call everything Bahamian, man. And so we're just going to get into the interview and talk about that today. But you're not locked in the Watch the Vision Radio you are now season three. Yeah. Watch the vision. In the building, man. My family, man. My cousin, man. Alexis Clark in the building. <laughs> you know, you, you know, Bahamas, you got to see your cousin, you know what I mean? Uh, they know me close, you see they saying? But, man, so you know you're going to sock just like me. You know, I graduate 011. You graduate 014? Yeah. 014, man. So just give us the journey on what was it like? Because I know when I was graduating SOC, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I tell you, I didn't know. Like, my mommy was pressuring me to go to college, but I was just, I didn't know what I was trying to do. So just give us your journey on what did you do after you left SOC? I kind of had the same experience. I didn't really know what I wanted <laughs> to do. I just was like, you know what? I got to go to UB and, well, COB at the time. I got to go to COB and, you know, things will figure itself out. But I ended up getting the opportunity to go off to school after a year. And so... I went to South Dakota State University. South moved Dakota. To Ooh, South Dakota. How are you going to move from North Dakota? <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, I never visited South Dakota before, but I went and I just, I don't know, that was really a, I don't know if I can say this, a ballsy move. <laughs> it was. But <laughs> I went. <laughs> I went and it was like such a culture shock because, I mean, it snows about nine months out of the year. So the, the culture is so different. The culture is so different from, um, you know, Bahamian culture. You know, you go to Florida in, in the summers and you think you it, you could kind of um, get into that culture a bit better. But when you go up north, it's like a different sort of scenario. It's totally different. So I know. So, so that's, that's good that you point on that. Not to cut you off, but I remember... My birthday is October 4th, and my first day of snow was on my birthday for October 4th. This is my first year there, and I remember it snowed from October till, like, April. On and off, of course, but I was like, it's April, like, I'm about to go home soon, and I'm still in snow, like, what's what's really going on? So, I know, so, give us, finish your journey. I know you went to South Dakota, so then, what did you do? Did you stay to South Dakota? So then, how was... I stayed there for a year and a half. And then I spoke to someone who was like a mentor to me. And he was like, you know what, just just go to FIU, Florida International University, because he went there. I studied hospitality and tourism. And when I went, made that transition, it was like one of the best decisions I ever made. Not only because I'm closer to home, you know, I could visit more often, but it was just, it was easy for me to just um, settle into that culture, you know, make new friends and um, take advantage of opportunities that presented itself to me. Were there a lot of Bohemians at FIU? So, were there Bohemians in South Dakota at all? First of all, yeah, there were. There were actually about eight. Eight, okay, and I would okay. say about four of them were from Grand Bahama. Believe it or not. Oh, so so that of four from Nassau, I guess. Yeah, the other four were from Nassau, and I wasn't even expecting it to be eight people up there. That's what I, I said, eight? That's, that was a lot. I was going to go up there. <laughs> I was going to go up there, and I was like, I'm going to have to make new friends from, you know, all over the place. But there were actually there was actually someone else there from South. 
Oh, who man? I, I mean, who this is, man? Drop their name. <laughs> Give a name drop. Blair Seymour, who ran Oh, Blair, that's my friend. He's from OD, COD. Shout out to Blair one time. <laughs> I don't know where he lives, but. COD, <laughs> man, that's the Eastside so boy. It was it was good to see a familiar face going up there. And so mm-hmm. so so the reason that you left, I guess, South Dakota. So the reason I left, I used to live in North Dakota, like Minnesota, and it was like I say, it was cold. And like you touched on a bit, like the culture was just like totally different. Like it was totally different. But one thing I do say though, like dealing with those the white people up there, they were way more friendly than where I live now. Like. So I, I wanted I want you to touch on was there like any like racism that you had to deal with in South Dakota? Because I will always say like where I lived up north, they were way more friendly than down south. So I want you to just give your take on that. Did you experience any of that living in South Dakota? The crazy thing about people in South Dakota, they are extremely nice. They're really nice, but it's like they they have I guess racist tendencies, but they don't find anything wrong with it. For example, they will have a Confederate flag on a truck, but they'd be willing to give you a ride to Walmart. You see, they said, that's real. <laughs> like, like <laughs> so I used to, I used to think like so. I honestly think like people like them like they just ignorant. To the, like when you raised in that type of culture, you know what I mean. You don't know nothing better. So I used to think that about them. Not so. I live yeah. down south now. They know better, but they just don't care. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, definitely. That's that, like how you said they, they, the kind of backgrounds they came from. You know, I've had friends that come from counties with only 800 people and Fox. they've been there. They were born. They life. Never, <laughs> you know, so they don't find anything extremely wrong with having a Confederate flag of their own. And they just think it's okay. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I, I feel it, man. So just give us now. You at you at FIU now, and you study in hospitality management. Well, I, I graduated from FIU. You graduated from FIU. When did yeah. you graduate? I graduated last summer. All right, cool, cool, cool. So, what do you do now, if you mind me asking? I work at the Ministry of Tourism in the communications department. Oh, okay, okay. So that's how we be getting all the exclusive, exclusive vlogs <laughs> and stuff, man. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Man, we just gonna we gonna take a break right quick, man. We just gonna get into everything Bahamian, man. That's what I really wanna get into, man. You locked in and watch the vision with your boy DJ Roscoe, my homegirl Alexis Clark. Yeah. Watch the vision. Don't you are now okay, Yes, yes, we back watch on Watch the Vision Radio. We got my homegirl in the building, Alexis Clark, man. So let's talk about everything Bahamian. So first of all, what is everything Bahamian? So everything Bahamian is a blog where I share you know, facts about the Bahamas, the culture, the history, just anything you want to know about the Bahamas, everything Damien.com is a really good website to go on because I do vlogs, I do blogs, I write stories about the different islands that I've traveled to. And so it's it's really a, a good website that you should check out if you're into history and um, culture about the Bahamas. And so when did when did that even like when did you start that and then how did you even just come up with that idea to even start that? I started it in 2017 when I was at FIU. I just always loved um, Bahamian history, but I just kind of, I kind of stifled it because I, I didn't think it was something that was practical to get into. You know, growing up, people always say, you know, get into something practical. You don't want to do something out of the ordinary. Get some, do something that can make you money. And so, 
so much so that I didn't even take history as an elective at SAC. <laughs> I was like, I got I to do, do the things that are going to make me money. But I always, I still was, you know, reading up and still research until, and I would talk to friends. I realized I know so much about Brahms. I said, you know what? I, I should put this to good use and just start writing about it. So I just started on Twitter and then I went on to Facebook and then I ended up getting my own website and I started doing blogs and it just became popular like that. Duh, that's became popular because the first time I saw it, I was like, "This Lexi, this Lexi doing this." So then I tapped into it, and then I, I, I be following up. I just see you did one with the Emancipation Day. You did a little writing on that. I really liked the one that you did on Bush Medicine, and so. Now, so now that we in 2020, I know growing up, we used to, like our grandparents and stuff used to give us like a lot of folktale stories like Babuki and Barabi and Bush Medicine and all these other tales. So how can then you take like everything Bohemian and then try to, I guess, normalize that into Bohemian culture now? Because it's such a lost art with the upcoming mm-hmm. generation. You know what I mean? If there's any way. What do you suggest how you can like implement that into the new generation? I think access is number one. That's key. You know, just by me putting that on Twitter, that thread of all the Bush medicine and its uses and benefits, just younger people having access to that. I think that can um, make, you know, Bush medicine or like you said, um, old tales, something that people will be more interested in because you know, for a long time, it was just, if you want to learn about that, you got to go to your grandparents or the old folks in the neighborhood. But now, if you see someone your age, someone who you consider your pair talking about that, and you know they have access to that, and that's just easy, like you could get that information like that. That's, that's something a, I think that people would be interested in. That is, because I was like, how do you even find this information? Like, I was reading, and I was just like, wait, like, where do you even find this? <laughs> like, I, I, I like this, like, factual information, right, your yeah. mom? You know what I mean? So... <laughs> Let's move on. So I see you be doing like a lot of different vlogs. You be traveling. Shouts out to your handle, Auckland's body. So hold on, I got a question. So, so are you from Auckland? So your family from Auckland? So how you to come up with that name? So it's so funny. So my dad used to live in Auckland when he was younger, and so growing up, we always heard about stories about Auckland. And honestly, my dad hated living in Auckland because <laughs> he he was actually born in Nassau, so he he knew what city life was like. But you know he. He, he went to Athens because because that's where his mom grew up. Mm-hmm. And so him and his siblings, they went there. And so we always heard about stories about Athens. So I just was like, you know, one day I was like, Athens body, because it was funny to me. Because <laughs> you could even ask, <laughs> actually, he just grew up here and so much, so much of his stories that when he was younger, like, I mean, <laughs> it was just hilarious. So I just started calling myself Athens body and it clicked. Like, even when I go up here, like, people call me that and I'm like, if y'all like it, I love it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I like you from Auckland in my mind. <laughs> but but yeah. speaking on that, touching on that, Ma, so just tell us how much uh, different islands of the Bahamas that you've been to. I've probably been to like six off rip off the top of my head, but how many islands have you been to? I've been about 10 of the major islands and all sorts of different keys. Like, for example, if I go to Exoma, I go to different keys. So, or if I go to the Berry Islands, I'll go to a lot of different keys. So just islands, I would say 10 or 11 major islands. But I would say top three for me. Yeah, what's just your top for, three? For experiences too, just everything jam-packed. I really love Bimini because 
the nightlife in Bimini is I just love that nightlife. Nice. Like, explain, explain, like, what is the nightlife so, in Bimini? Bimini, I don't even Bimini know. is one of those islands where it's a lot of young people. You know, when you go to the island, you have a lot of older folks that, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're, they're the whole, like, they never moved to Nassau, but their kids have left and their grandkids have left. Bimini, and I'm assuming because of the job opportunities that arise recently, a lot of young people are there. And so I just love that that nightlife. I've been to Bimini about three times. Really? In the space of two years. <laughs> oh, so you turn it up? <laughs> you turn up in Bimini? <laughs> I, I never I been to Bimini good. I love Exuma full of waters. So you would say Exuma half the beach or just a bit? Oh, water. What would you say? I mean... <sighs> The beach and water is two different. The beach is the total package. So just let's talk about the water. So you say Exuma got the best water. Hans down. You can just be in a boat for miles and it's just crystal clear, just going. I mean, that's with a lot of the Bayman Islands, of course. No, of but, course, of course. It's different. I mean, it's different when you go to islands, though. So the, the keys, I mean, just everything pristine. And, and I mean, I, I snorkeled in um, um, the grotto. Mm-hmm. It's where they filmed the James Bond movie. Thunderbolt yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life. So you're saying Exuma got the best waters or beach? I need you to clarify this for the listeners <laughs> right now. Does Exuma have the best water or the best beach? I can say water. <laughs> <laughs> so the you're gonna... best beach, and then I really, I really, really loved Long Island. You love Long Island. I really love Long Island. I just went on Independence. It was just really nice, and I mean, you drive for miles, and you see you see goats in the road. The people are very friendly. I just loved it there. So th- those are my top three. Your top three, Exuma, just for Long just Island, for full, full mm-hmm. okay. Just for the full experience. Had the exclusive right here from Auckland's body. Everything behind her top three is Long Island, Exuma, and Bimini. And Exuma has the best waters. <laughs> you know the you funny story? People, you can't get mad at you. My family from Exuma, you know what I mean? So I, I claim that the name of the <laughs> So you know we going through the COVID right now. So I just want to know from your aspects. Yeah, aspect. You have more experience than me just even traveling to islands. You would see more. You work in tourism, so you would be a part of this. So what do you think um, the government could just do to more focus on to just ways that the, the Bahamas can sustain because right now we cannot sustain the tourism industry as you can see with the pandemic going on. So what other industries do you think that we could probably just start diving into from your aspect of just traveling to all these different islands and seeing what's available, et cetera, et cetera? Well, I would say agriculture. We're already into agriculture, but we, we can do so much more with it. And not so much just for Agreed. export, but just to feed, you know, Bahamian people. Agreed. You know, Agreed. God forbid, everybody close their borders, even just shipments. We will starve because we don't have enough food to, you know, feed the whole population. I just think that's a bit scary. And I think agriculture is really a good way to start. And I mean, it doesn't just have to be that, just getting back into dairy having different islands responsible for different things. You can have dairy on Elufra. You can have straight up onions on Exoma Gassas and Exoma North for onions. You could have, you know, sheep and goats as they already are on Long Island, but in a just a mass production. So to cut you off. But 
So in the past, I know you said we could get back to dairy and stuff. So in the past, uh, some of these islands were they known for like their food production and stuff? Like I know it's I think Eleuther used to be known for pineapples when I was growing up, but I don't know, so I'm asking. Eleuther, Eleuther still they're still heavy with pineapples, but with all the land that you have on the islands, we don't have to stop right there. We can continue to you know dominate and um, allow that to become a bigger field. We were bigger than. We were given ho- um, Hawaii pineapples before Dole even existed. Wow. We could we could get back That's into crazy. that. Yeah, Americans said themselves, you can read upon it in the 1800s, they said that our pineapples were sweeter than the pineapples in Hawaii. Hawaii is known for pineapples. So what is what is the guy? What is, what's, what's going on in the Bahamas right, right now? That's the start right there. I mean, this might be a bit of a reach, but what about tech? We have a lot of work to do before we get there. We may see it in 50 years, but you could imagine this little island being a tech hub or even going back to tourism. We don't have to have the classical sun sign and sea tourism. We could do something like medical tourism. People go to DR all the time to get Brazilian butt lifts. You can <laughs> That's imagine so someone, true, you, you, you may laugh, but you can imagine someone, um, they have a facility set up on a beautiful island like Exoma. They go and they get their surgery done and they have a recovery home right on right. the beach. That's, I mean, I can't think of a better way to recover. That's just mentally that so, sounds good. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, that way, that way, the people who are in the service industry not only, um, you know, benefit doctors who are dealing, they benefit mm-hmm. from the tourism. So expanding tourism and that sort of ways. I mean, we do it now, but there's, that's kind of like smaller. Small scale, yeah. Right. You know, a lot of people, when they say, even statistic wise, when they come to the Bahamas, they come for the weather and, you know, but we need them to come for something else. So much so as like, we don't really need y'all. y'all. Y'all need us more than we need y'all. You know, I, I think that it can be done in that way. I know everybody, they sick of tourism, but it can expand in a different way where it benefits the locals in a, you know, better way. Man, that was that was tight just now. You know what I mean? That's that content we need right there, Alexis. So, so, but okay, let's give it to another question. So, how do you think we can start this? So, maybe in the way be it's um more adults taking the initiative. So, those like fishermen and stuff, just taking little kids off the road, be like, hey, let's come fishing, or do we like implement this in the classroom? Whereas, take not to say take out different. But make it an elective, like, hey, let's learn how to farm, let's learn how to fish, let's learn how to do... I know they do carpentry and electrical work, but just other stuff like that. What do you think? I think we need to... For It starts with education. I know that there's some government schools that they've started doing agriculture and they have gardens in the schoolyard. And, you know, the students are really happy to see things produce over the semester i think with some schools they need to take out of that mentality as if it's lower work you know what i mean i think some people think about agriculture oh i go to the school i shouldn't be doing that when everyone eats you should everyone should be interested in this sort of thing so i think it starts with the schools and making sure that the schools push the interest in it like yeah you may want to be an accountant and that's awesome but still you got to figure out if all else goes to hell, you got to figure out how you're going to feed your family. That's, I want to learn how to fish and farm so hard. Trust me, I want to learn how to farm. Like bush medicine is really what I want to get into. So that was that's really dope that you even like put that um, in review up there. 
But man, Alexis, man, this has been a good interview, dude. Is, I don't even know over time. My producer can kill me. <laughs> but man, just tell us before we go, man, just tell us where we could find you, you know what I mean? Find all your content, plug in your website. I know you said it before, but say it again. You can find me at www.everythingbahamian.com. I have a Facebook page that's Everything Bahamian. Instagram is the same, Everything Bahamian. And then if you want to see some personal tweets with Everything <laughs> Bahamian, you can find me at Z- Zaire Jasmine. That's Z A I R E J A Z M I N E. Athens Body. You can't miss it. <laughs> You can't miss it, man. Hey, contentional on Twitter. <laughs> man, hey, I appreciate you again, man, for just being here, man. That's really, really... I link Ashley, your audience, I link Ashley. Say, man, Ashley, I need just to start off a contact. Just tell her she need to be on my radio. She was like, done deal. I message her right away. She said, yeah, man. So I just appreciate you for being on the radio, Alexis. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man, no problem, man. But you've been locked in on Watch the Vision Radio. This is your boy, DJ Roscoe Boards, alongside my family, Alexis Clark. You are now tuned into Watch the Vision Radio.